0: to learn listening i love listening and, and having knowledge i i love to listen to people that's actually what i've been doing more and more um this last couple years it's just listening to people's story because it's so easy to just go for it <laughs> to tell your story tell your opinion and be like all right bye <laughs>
1: This is the Empowered Spirituality Podcast, the podcast about inclusive spirituality. Empowered spirituality is all about connecting and aligning to your own higher self. All religions, spiritual practices and beliefs, sexual orientations, gender identities and expressions are welcomed and celebrated here. I am your host, Samantha Nagel, owner of and coach at Empowered Spirituality, LLC. Every Wednesday, I will share a guided meditation practice, and every Thursday, I will share inspirational teachings or interviews with people with different spiritual practices, beliefs, and opinions. Come every week with an open mind, taking what you like and leaving the rest. Welcome. To empowered spirituality. As I began the journey of shifting my career to a job that aligned with my values and beliefs, having an education in health coaching has been transformational. Through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, you can become a certified health coach to empower your relationship with food, health, and wellness, live your dreams, earn while you learn, and embark on a new path. Join the global community of like-minded change agents who are here to empower, inspire, and motivate you to create the life you've always dreamed of by clicking the link in the show notes. And by doing so, you'll receive $2,000 off tuition when you pay in full or $1,500 off tuition if you choose the payment plan option. Or you can mention my name, Samantha Nagel, spelled N-A-G-E-L. Discover how to take a holistic and nourishing approach to health and wellness today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Empowered Spirituality. This week I had the amazing opportunity to interview Bria Blount, who is just a ray and an embodiment of love and light. Um... Priya is an expert in mindset, relationships, encouragement, and more, and she also helps women develop their inner love so so they gain clarity to fulfill their purpose. She believes in the power of a positive mindset, saying that when you have a negative mindset, you can't have a positive life. Priya also teaches tools and strategies on ways that you can reprogram your mind to enhance your future. In this episode, we talked about inner beauty, achieving balance, inner peace, personal growth, spirituality, God, love, and so much more. Bria is, I mean, I know I say this about everyone, (laughs) but that is because I'm truly in honor of and in admiration of all the amazing guests I have on the show. But Bria really is the embodiment of love. And, you know, we did this interview over Zoom, but... She still radiated love and compassion. Um, and you can tell that she is speaking her truest truth from her heart. Uh, and it was really just a blessing to start my morning talking to her and being blessed by her compassion and her wisdom and just her love. It's it's amazing. Um, something we talked about, too, was um, finding a balance between letting acknowledging the negativity that goes on in our world and our systems um, while also having a positive mindset, which is something that, um, you know, I've really been struggling with. I have been transparent on my Instagram about going through a period of depression, anxiety, and just feeling overwhelmed by what's going on in our systems, Um, and it was, it was great to hear her perspective and to witness someone who is so conscious and aware of, of the oppression and the, the injustices in our world, but, but also who is so empowered and, and joyful and loving, and, and how she, Uh, has that duality that balance is really inspirational and I feel like I selfishly (laughs) uh, learned a lot from her in this episode and I will continue to see her as a great role model and I hope you will too we also talked about Christianity as well and and the difference between a church and the relationship that one has with God or their higher power and she made a lot of good points that people make up the churches, which means that sometimes you'll encounter judgmental people, you'll encounter hate, um, and that when that happens, you reaffirm your connection with your God and, and with your love. And that was really inspirational to hear and I think very needed for people who struggle with religion. And that's something we've talked about on the podcast before is is organized religion is great and comes with people's flaws and people's egos and people's judgment and hate um, and, and how to keep your faith strong and not be swayed by um, the negativity of, of people. And I, I think you'll really, if that resonates with you, I think you'll find a lot of comfort from this episode and a lot of community. A lot of community because that's really what empowered spirituality is all about is finding community in a way that's special, in a way that everyone is is love. And even if we come from different religions, different spiritual practices, beliefs, backgrounds, we embody love and we support each other and we learn. Uh, And I really think Bria uh, truly embodies that. All right, I will let you listen to this amazing episode with Bria. Make sure you go to her website. She mentions it in the episode, and it's also linked in the show notes below to work with her. You can even schedule a free exploratory call. Um, she does a lot of great work, mostly with women, empowerment, worthiness, finding your purpose. She is really, really inspirational. So I recommend visiting her website, Following her on Instagram and perhaps even working with her and booking that free call. All right. Please enjoy this amazing episode. I'm joined with Bria, who's an expert in mindset, relationships, encouragement, and many more. Hi,
0: Bria. How are you? Hi, Samantha. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm so excited. It's been a great morning with me. It's, I just, I just love life. <laughs>
1: Yay. I know. I'm so glad that you're on the podcast. I've really been admiring your work. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, the work that you do,
0: your passions? Yeah, of course. So, my name is Bria, of course. I am a life coach, I am a mental and confidence life coach. And I've just been passionate about the mindset and understanding your self love and your self inner love and how to heal. And I've been on a crazy journey with my career paths, but I've always been like, want to inspire other people. And I think God has just kind of gave me kind of a path and I just kind of been ignoring it for a little bit. And I'm like, all right, now everything in my path, that's I right. self-heal myself, understanding what my purpose is. And so now I just want to give back. And so I really focus on women and understanding their worth, understanding their desire, understanding their, their they're worth more than Ruby in itself. And so I love to touch about that. And so things I do is a one-on-one coaching. I do group sessions. I do a lot of um, workbooks. I'm actually working on a book right now about how to rediscover yourself as a person and your red flags and just the things to just be like looking into the mirror and t- having to a real talk with yourself and understanding what are your qualities and what are your disqualities as well. And so, yeah, that's me. I'm just bubble. I just, I just love, love. I love to contribute to the world. You know, I always say that everything that I do is higher than me and I don't really take a lot of credit because I just want to just give that back and just contribute to the world. So that's me.
1: (laughs) I love that. And before we pressed record, we were talking about how selfless is the right word but you have the higher good of of others in the world in mind and I really admire that about you
0: thank you so much yeah I just feel like people just need that genuine people and just know that it's not at the end of the day it's not about me it's not about you know what I do for you you know it's about what I can give you as to benefit yourself what can I do because you know I'm having Knowledge. Or I'm reading a certain book, or I took these certain courses. What can I do to help? Because all that knowledge I have, it's just gonna make me like a big head. And just be like, okay, I'm a know it all. No, I want to give it back. I want to like, this is what I learned from a book, and I want you to also guide this and also heal yourself. Because the things that I have learned, the things that I have grown upon, and really heal myself, I realized wow, there's some things that. I was walking into a limiting belief or I was walking into a different way path. And now I feel set free. I'm not perfect, but some things that just been set free. And I want everybody else to experience this self-free or this aha moment where I'm like, wow, I'm really understanding my worth and my value. And so I try to always remain humble and always remain like, hey, what you do, it's not about you. It's about who you can touch, who, if I can, always tell myself, early I get up. Every day I get, I'm just like, thank you. I always think like, the you universe. Know, I always thank God. I'm just like, thank you. Cause I could have not have made it. Like I could have just went out this world. And so I'm like, all right, this is, if, if I have a pause, I have a plan. So if I'm still like having a heart, you, I got somewhere I need to be. I got somewhere I need to purpose. So I go on every day. I'm like, I want to touch one soul today. Like, whoever it is, just saying, Hey, I love you. I am proud of you. Like, continue on. Life is a roller coaster. It's not going to be great days. It's just not. It's just, we're human beings. We're going to have emotions. We're going to have bad days. And so I want to contribute, like, Hey, I love you. You got this. And just inspire people or just to help them out if they felt like they're going the wrong path, if they want to commit suicide, if they felt like, you know, I'm insecure, they had a bad relationship, they don't love themselves. And just to be like, Girl, look at the and look how valuable you're so valuable that you're on this earth. Like that's, that's a valuable in itself. Some people just didn't even make it to this world. They went straight to heaven. And so that's just such a value. And I just want to tell people that if you got a heart, girl, you got a plan.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, it's funny that you said that I was watching an Instagram reel recently and He says that every day he wakes up, he's grateful for the chance to be alive. And that really struck me because when I watched that, I was kind of in a low, funky mood. And I was thinking, that's not how I've been waking up. And I'm taking for granted the the gift of waking up every day and being able to do life. Um, So I think it's really beautiful that you wake up with that gratitude and with that service, I guess, in mind.
0: Thank you. Yeah. And you know, I I didn't know that I used to wake up like this. Like a lot of my friends would be like, I'm such a morning person. Like if you're not a morning person, you might as well not even be around me in the morning. I'm just like, good morning. (laughs) As everybody, I'm just like dancing. Like it could be like 5am in the morning. I'm going to have a smile on. But I just never really knew I had that type of morning person. They'd be like, girl, you are such a morning person. Like I can't be around you. My coffee, like before I start my day, you're always shining. And I think it's because just I'm just so just like, I have a, like, just a plan. I think, you know, what I said before and just having that perspective, okay, like, this is it. You know, each day I live, you know, I want to live it to the best My Even though it might not be like the best day that I've ever had, I'm still want to be grateful. And I think when we start with grat- gratification in the morning, it's easier to get by with the toxic people. It's easier to get by with the things that kind of sway us out of that joy because we're like, all right, you know, I'm on a mission. It's going to be okay. And you kind of can get back into that joy mentality.
1: Mm, yeah. I love that. I know focusing on gratitude. When I first heard it, I was like, Oh, that's so cheesy. I don't want to. <laughs> and then when I did it, my life changed. And I really feel like gratitude is such such a simple thing, but it'll change your life.
0: It will. Yeah, that I had the same mentality. I used to live in Los Angeles. I actually did film for a while. And um yeah, I did <laughs> I was the casting director for a while for almost. Wow. Yeah, I went to school there, <laughs> and I did, was not really on the um, self development path. I was kind of on the wow path. <laughs> and uh, somebody, a friend of mine, was gave me a book about self development. I was like, "You can train your mind. What is what are you talking about? You can do better." And I was like, I was so confused, and I started to read it and I started to like Google a lot of things about how to like like be like better, have a better version each day and how to really understand your like your pain points. I don't understand how to just how to heal yourself. And I said I found something I was talking about gratification and saying like I am grateful for this and that. And I was just like, I know what I'm grateful for. This like I don't understand my mom, oh every day she used to when I was younger because I was a lot when I was a teenager just dramatic I was like you need to know what you're grateful for I was like I am grateful I am grateful but really having that awareness to be like okay I'm grateful for you know the zoom I'm grateful for seeing you Samantha like I'm grateful for this is not it gets like it really triggers something in your brain to be like okay I'm living in the humble moment like I'm in the present and I think we think about the past and we think about the future, but we don't stay in the present. And I think being grateful, we're staying in the present moment. That's where, you know, anxiety comes from. And depression, depression is you thinking about the past and anxiety is you thinking about the future. But when you do gratification, you're like, you're in the present moment. And it's just like, ah, I'm seeing everything now. I'm feeling okay about myself and my surroundings. And I'm like, wow, okay, now I get it. (laughs) Mm,
1: That is so true. Um, And I, one time I heard, I think it was my therapist who said depression is repression. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I know. I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you said that you were a casting director, which is so interesting. Um, And I'd love to hear more about that shift in careers because I think it's really common to see people who are working perhaps like high stress jobs who turn into a helping profession. So I'd
0: love to hear more about that. Yeah, sure. So yes, I went to, um, I was raised in North Carolina, in Raleigh, North Carolina, and then I went, I was in theater, I was in theater, and every time I tell um, my theater director, he changed my life, um, because I was so shy. And I knew I had such a purpose in my life. I was just so shy. He really helped me overcome that. And one day I was like, I'm, I wanna go to I want to to go Hollywood. My, my parents was like, you're not going there. And I was like, nope, I'm going. Found a school, got accepted. I was like, bye-bye. And I moved when I was like 17 years old and had no family, nothing that was going on. And I wanted to be a director originally for film. And then I had a great actor as a friend and he was about to do a casting call for a commercial. And he wanted me to run from lines. And I was like, okay. And I love that uh, development, that personal development of understanding a character and really like driving that emotions out. And then I slowly became like a casting director out of nowhere, like no, I don't know what happened. It just kind of just came out. And then my I ended up got a best friend, we had a partnership, having a business together, having a casting. And so I ended up was like a casting director of my, my school. And we really didn't really teach that much in my school. It was such a private school. And so I was like, I casted like over 60 short films. And I went into corporate for a little bit, and I went into independent. And what was really like I loved about it was just connecting one-on-one with the actors and understand that emotions, because I was very into psychology when it came to perfecting my casting. Um, and so I was like, okay, how can I get you to where you are now as a person and get you understand the character? And so I would make all these backstories in my um, casting calls and be like, you know, pretend like you're you know, pregnant and you're a single parent, you know, get those emotions driving. And then I started to realize that I was hitting more of the psychology than like the paperwork of casting and the, I didn't really, you're not saying I didn't care about it, but that didn't really drive me. I was like, all right, I just gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta do this, gotta do that. But I was like, oh, the actors. Like I would spend so much time with like all the actors love me because if you were there for like five minutes, I was gonna put you to work. Like Even though you was not, you know, not gonna be in the role of what the producer and the director is looking for. I just want to just get that out of you. And slowly, I just realized I started to just mentor my friends, mentor even my teachers. Um, I actually worked as a nanny, and I started to mentor the parents more than the kids. And I was like, "What is happening to me? Like, I'm going to work, and I'm talking. You know, people ask me about, well, I'm about to get a divorce, or you know, I'm going through a struggle right now, and they're just coming to me asking for my advice. And I was like, something is in me that I don't understand, I don't see, but other people do see." And then when um, the virus hit, I I decided to go back where my roots were, and actually, well, not necessarily Raleigh, but I went to the Charlotte, and I kind of just rediscovered who I am as a person and realized that this was my calling, and yeah, and I slowly was just like, okay, I want to be a, a physical, I'm mean, not physical therapy, but a therapist, and then I kind of saw Tony Roberson. Um, His like ads, and I was like, Oh, I want to do his training for life coaching. I talked to this amazing person and she just blew me away. I was like, This is what I need to do. (laughs) And I took the training, I just fell in love with it. And I just saw like when I started to look back on my life, I was like, all the things that I'm doing have led me up to this moment. You know, I just wasn't aware or I was trying to survive where I didn't even see what my true purpose was because I was surviving. I just, I have to do this. This, I have to go incorporate. I have to get a nine to five job. I just have, there's just a system. And I was just like, okay. But then it's like, okay, what do you really want to do? And I had that time and quarantine was like, this is it. And then after that, it just blossomed.
1: Really? I didn't realize this was so new. Well, I guess it's a year-ish old, but that's amazing that this, uh, it so quickly
0: shifted and grew. Yeah, I'm a person that if I get an idea, I just go for it. Like I don't even self doubt it. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, yeah. yeah I, I might throw out self doubt it, but then I'm like, all right, I'm going for it. I'm going to go full force and see what happens. yeah
1: that's funny. I'm the same way. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. like I have
1: an idea and then I'm doing it the next day. <laughs>
0: that's oh, I love that's such a great characteristic about you. That's amazing. Because most people, it's it's the self-doubt and the fear, the fear of failing. And that's why that's why most people don't even try, because they might fail. And but what if but how do you know if you don't try? And so I I embrace that, like that you say that. That's amazing. Thank
1: you. Um, so, ooh, okay, there's so much that you just said that I want to touch on, but I am curious about what drew you to coaching versus therapy. Um, And I'm interested because I was initially drawn to therapy, psychology, um, drug and alcohol counseling, and then somewhere along the way, coaching is so similar but different, but Mm -hmm. it just has a different set of, I don't know, maybe not the same limitations. I'm just curious what what you feel the difference is.
0: Yeah, of course. I was like ready to get my master's and I was thinking about I should get my PhD throughout um last year and so I like called a lot a lot of universities and talked to like deans I was talking to everybody trying to figure out what I really wanted to do and I realized there was a lot of limitations on becoming a therapy and I wanted to travel when it came to coaching and especially with license it was a little questionable <laughs> there's a lot of rules to that because I um I go back and forth LA and also North Carolina so back and forth and so if I want to be a therapist, I wanted to do both codes, um, but it was like I had to do all these tests, and then if I did California, the longer process of it, and then as well as I started getting really deeper into therapists. And not saying that you know, coach, you know, therapy does not do this, but it was mostly tackling on like your past a lot and understanding that, and coaching, life coaching was very understanding, okay, you understand your past, but what can we do right now, what is the present moment, what can we work through, what can we make goals, what can we make accomplishments, and I, I am a big organization, I'm big at goal accomplishments, and I found out that I'm really prone to, like, focus on now, like, understanding how to heal in your past, understanding how where your triggers come up in your present moments that has called you to read, um, to see from your past, but what, how can you accomplish right now? Like, what can you do to do whatever you want to do in this moment and in your future? And I realized that was like the hugest difference um, that I saw and I was like, okay, I'm seeing that more into the coaching than into therapy. And I wanted to do more, and I'm not saying any therapy don't do more, but I wanted to do like more when it comes to me, you know, doing coaching sort of like therapy. And um, I think that was like kind of like the biggest thing that I wanted to, and I wanted to really do a business. And I think me having a therapist, if I did a business, I would have to, It was just a lot of limits and requirements um, that I felt like it wasn't, that wasn't my way. Now, I do think eventually I will probably go back to school just because I love just to learn. Like I love to learn, I love knowledge. And so I think I would just go back to school just to learn more about psychology. Even, I probably will even end up getting my license, like just, just because. Like, <laughs> it won't even be like, I need it, it's just for fun. Um, and so, cause I just love to for knowledge, but I think it, the goal and the present moment kind of got me onto coaching more than therapy. Um,
1: thank you for such a great answer. Um, the work that you do sounds so, or the work that you do, the approach that you take sounds so empowering. And I know that you work a lot with women and women's worth. So I'm curious about what drew you to, to that uh, specialty or
0: interest group. It's a great question. I want I think when anybody starts on an empowerment journey, you don't really know your niche. And it's like, where do I want to go? You know, because you have a mindset, you have you want to do something, but you're just like everybody. And you're like, okay, but what is your story? And I think it came down to my story. And, you know, I, it was like my story of who I, who I was as a person. And I grew up with just like my childhood and I didn't really, I had a father in a mix, but when I became like a preteen, my father kind of disappeared a little bit when I was like need to be development. So I found like my worth wasn't like, I didn't know my worth was a man. It was in other people. It was in my friends. Like, I was just like, okay, you know, I need to be validated by people. And so, and I was like, and, but it always left me into destruction. And I couldn't figure out why I felt like it's like I was, you know, I felt like I was a good person, but deep down, I felt like I was hurting and nobody knew it. And I, I'm a, I'm a person that the way I speak, a lot of people, if I have an idea, I, I would be very confidently with this idea. They were like, yeah, do it, girl. You sound amazing. But deep down, I just want somebody but no, you know, what is the why to this idea? Like, why do you want to, you know, be with this person? You know, what is, you know, so there's some things that, I had to go deeper down and be like what is like what is my worth and I had to really understand that a lot of my past relationships came back from my father how you know he abandoned me when that like that stage in my life where I needed a guidance I needed somebody to tell me like this is a man that that needs to be respected as a woman this is and I didn't have that and so I was looking at okay how can I help you how can I do this and I I um my foundation of women are very empowerment women. Right? My, all of my generation, women, they're strong. And so I was like, okay, I'm I'm strong too. But I didn't know how to lean on when it comes to a man in a sense or anything in my life career. I was like, I got this. I don't need no help. You know, so it was very like no help. And I'm just here and there. And once I started to rediscover that a lot of things came from my childhood And I was like, okay, I need to forgive that, forgive myself, forgive that person and understand that these are the triggers. These are the things that I was unaware what I was attracting in people, friendships, family, relationships, I was attracting because I was hurt from something that happened years ago. And once I've realized it's, it's still a work in progress. You're never going to be 100% set free. But once I'm working every day I'm becoming aware about, okay, this is what happened to me. This is what I need to see if I'm looking for validation or if I'm looking to be worthy, I need to see that it's not it's not my authentic truth. It's coming from my pain is dictating my now, it's dictating my now and it's dictating my future. And so I have to self-discover and I realized that my worthy is so much greater. And I was like, women need to understand that they're they're so worthy of so much potential. And they should never feel feel like they should settle for less or settle for a, a guy or settle for, for just bad friendship because they need validation or because they need this type of things. And I've always catered to uh, women empowerment. And I was like, okay, this is <laughs> this is a niche. <laughs> <laughs> and I talked to one of a great coach she's also a coach she's a relationship coach and I was talking to her and I was asking her I don't know what my niche is. and she was like what is something that you can talk about for five hours and you can continue talking about it? and I was like women empowerment and how to find your authentic truth she's like that's it and I was like it took you two seconds this would take me like a year to figure this out <laughs> and that's kind of how I find oh. it for myself. <laughs> yeah I love that thank
1: you so much for sharing um I think that for myself and for a lot of women that I know our worth is so tied up in other people, how other people view us, how men view us, how we're treated and, and how good we can be to other people, like how we can be the best good girl that we can be. Um, and so doing this reprogramming is so important and can be so freeing. How do you guide people on this path of empowering themselves and finding their worthiness? Yeah, that's
0: a great question. I think it's um, ultimately looking in the past a little bit, like not going too far, but going to like a place where it got lost. Because ultimately, I think finding when I always talk about authentic truth, and you know, authentic truth. People always like, what is that? What does that mean? I always try to break it down. I'm like, your authentic truth meaning not letting your family beliefs, your uh, people's opinions, your ego, your pride, um, your society, you know, Instagram, all of these things dictate your now and dictate your future. Because even we could say like, okay, let's say you might've gotten bullied when you were in high school. I've gotten bullied I in my high school and I let somebody bully me affect my worthiness now, you know, or in the future. And so but I was so unconscious, I, I didn't even know that it was affecting me. And so I was looking at me, oh, why my hair is like this? Oh, why is this? Now I started to say all these mean things about myself, but not realizing that these people that bullied me said the same thing. But, you know, my conscious, I didn't even know that it was coming from that. And then now I'm just going back and I'm like, okay, I'm forgiving myself for for allowing this person that said this in my life to dictate my worth or dictate me not doing certain things because what they said. And so I think helping them understanding that some of the problems that are coming from, it's probably coming from a little bit in their past. And once you can be aware of it once you're aware of like one thing you're getting very conscious about things <laughs> i started con- like i was like oh wow this is where it's coming from oh wow this is happening okay okay and you just continue to grow and it's 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 a process you're not going to be t- you know turn around completely in 24 hours it takes so much time you're gonna work on it yourself until you till you go to die basically and so it's just this always a work so i think in order to find help them kind of understanding where the loss came from. And I think really understanding your authentic truth is coming from when you were innocent as, as a child, you know, that when you were playing with Barbies, when you were watching, you know, you feel like the you can do anything, you could be a doctor, you could be a lawyer, you can be a, a hair all at once, like all in one day, you can be this. That was the thought process when you were younger, but it's that innocent before it got lost, before everybody took it away from you. And I want people to get back to that innocent child where you felt like you had no fear, you had no judgment, you had no, you know, you had so much love in the world, you know, nothing was holding you down from it. And I want to find that in everybody. And it's there. It's still there. It's just, we've been so filtered by so much life in general, which is understandable, but it's like, we have to find that balance of it.
1: I love that. Um, Have you
0: ever read Untamed by Glennon Doyle? I started it. So my friend, she she loves to like read to me sometimes. (laughs) And she was reading it to me for a little bit. And I was like, I need to buy this book. It's such a great book.
1: I know. I think she touches on a lot of that too. And, And I was thinking of that. She, in some part of the book, she writes that she hasn't had that spark in her eyes since she was 10 years old. And she, I think she realized that when she was much older and, and just how sad that is that we lose that spark for so long and some people never get
0: it back. Yeah, it's so sad. It is. It is definitely a sad journey, but we can get it back. It's just kind of you know, and I think that's, oh, that's such a beautiful story. I need to read that book. That's such a beautiful story because it's so true, you know, and we look for it. We look for it all throughout our lives because we're, where can I feel fulfillment? Where can I feel that joy? Where can I feel that like, you know, nothing is it's unstoppable. Like I can do anything without having the limits, you know, just going for it. And I think finding that it's getting back to your childhood roots and that's where you're going to find that joy. Oh, mm, I like that
1: um and so you talked about going back into the past and that just kind of made me it's a little bit of a pivot but kind of related um there's so much negativity in the world right now um and always (laughs) there always has been um how do you accept and acknowledge the the truth of the negativity while also not letting it Permeate into your mindset. Because I think that's something that I struggle with a lot as well.
0: That's a great question. There's so much going on. So much going on. And I think it's, I, you know, always want to talk about because it it's relevant, you know, with the virus. I mean, oh, when that pandemic hit, everybody, I mean it was, it was all over the place. I mean, I'm a virus, there was movements, there was, there's yeah. so many things happening in one year. You talk about a, a year can change a nation. Oh, a year can and you know i struggle with my mental health because there was so much negativity out there so much false things so much truth things i didn't know what was making sense i didn't i you got to the point where you're like what is my opinion you know i haven't even got to the point where i'm like what do i believe in um, because there's so many, you know, your family is saying things. You're like, okay, I always tell people your family is your greatest love, but it's also your greatest pain. And so you love them, but sometimes they they can inflict, you know, f- you know, false opinions that's against your own opinion. So you think that it's your opinion, but it's because your love is so deep to them that it might be their opinion. Um, and so I I think it's having a balance. Um, I had to get to the point of my life where I had to stop watching CNN sometimes. Like I was watching CNN all all day long to the point where I became so depressed. And I was like, why am I so sad? I was like, I I, I had a great day. Like, you know, everything's getting accomplished. My to-do list is checking off. Why am I so sad? And because I'm I'm, I'm watching so much things that's happening. Not saying it's not validated, but saying I had to take time for myself, my self-love. And understanding, okay, I need to get back to the root of who I am as a person and what I believe. So I think it comes with boundaries sometimes, even on Instagram, you know, or any social media, we can scroll, scroll, scroll um, and keep on going. <laughs> But then you get to the point where you start to compare people. You start to feel like, oh, why am I not like this? Why am I not that successful? Why is she having more views? Why she has more people than I do? And that's when it's like, when you start to go to, I said, I said, there's like two comparison. There's a comparison that gets you off of where you need to be and start to like neglect your own stuff. There's a comparison that will help you to get to where you want to be. You get inspired. And when you get off of that kind of like comparison where it's like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. That's when you need to stop. That's when it's like, I got to get off. I got to stop watching CNN. I got to stop with these social medias. And I need to get back to who I am as a person. And do whatever your self-love is. If it's writing, if it's taking a bath, if it's going for a walk, if it's just just laying on the bed doing nothing, you know, do something that, that you can get back to loving yourself. And I think it's setting boundaries and understanding and knowing that, you know, finding your opinion in the midst of everybody's opinions and staying strong on it. You know, a lot of people don't stay strong. I'm very big. I, you know, when you become an inner, I tell people, when you come an inner circle for my friend, I love to debate and talk about my friends, but I always tell them, if you are strong on your opinion, be strong on them. Don't let me and my strongness of my opinion reflect your different opinion. If you really believe this, stay strong on it. Like, you know, win this battle, win this debate. (laughs) I want to know your views on these things and just stay strong in that because that will win. But also make sure you're still, you're doing out of love. Always tell people, check your heart. When you are talking to people or giving your opinion, it should not be anger. It should not be, I'm gonna be spiteful, you know, I'm gonna hate on you because I believe it should not be that. It should be I'm gonna tell you this knowledge because this is what I read, these are the facts, and I want to inspire you or give you knowledge so you can educate yourself more, so you can Google about things, so you can use these tools to help you, but at the end of the day it's out of my love because I know that you, you, you want to learn. So I'm going to give you this, but I'm not going to, you know, get mad at you because all these other things, because I don't believe in that. It's just, you know, then I got to check my own self. You know, if I'm being angry, what, what am I getting? And I hope, I am no perfect with came to you know what happened this year when it came to Black Lives Matter movements, when it came to the politics, you know, I, I got definitely offended by a lot of things that was going on to the point where I was so angry and I was just, I mean, I was ripping everybody to pieces. I was ta- you know, putting things down people's throats. And I was like, well, okay, I gotta check my own heart, you know, because hurt people hurt other people, but heal people heal other people. And so if I'm trying to give hurtness, they're going to probably give other hurt. So I'm spreading so much pain around. I'm I'm being the one that's spreading the pain when I'm trying to go against the pain. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to give critique or give um, opinions, I have to be like, give it out of love and saying, you know, I love you, but this is my opinion. And I feel this way about it very strongly because of my experience or because of what this is. And just out of just, just a conversation without being so, you know, angry or you know uh, just back and forth and I think it's just boundaries as well as just checking your heart. I
1: really like that thank you and oh, you made such a good point that sometimes your opinions like with Black Lives Matter and in certain politics they're not just opinions they are um, morals or it's like what is right and what is wrong. And it hurts, it hurts people when people don't have the same opinion as, as you or me. Um, and, but you made such a good point that having anger is justified, um, but, but it wasn't helping you empower yourself and empower them. And that's a really, really difficult balance to find. And so I really admire you for articulating that and for
0: embodying that. Oh, thank you, thank you. And it's not easy. <laughs> it is not easy, especially when you come into the morals because it's it's your root. it's your core root to how you're raised and then somebody's questioning your own morals. I mean you could get you can get offended so easily. But it's just, you know, a matter of, okay, who, who am I as a person? Like, I stand up for this, but at the same time, you know, in order for people, I always talk about, it's you know, it's just seeds of the fruits, because it talks about it in the Bible as well. And it's like, in order for me to really... Um, help you understand I can't give it out of anger you're just going to make you angry and then you're going to probably have a whole tribe come back on me and so if I'm going to tell you my opinion I have to do it out of love I have to be like you know I still I I respect you know what you're saying and I respect your moral values but this is what I strongly believe in and these are why I strongly believe in by the same time I'm not going to get offended I'm not going to say you can't sit with me at the dinner table and I'm not going to like Go, you know, turn my back against you. I'm still gonna love you as a person. At the end of the day, your love it it conquers everything. It conquers everything, and people don't realize how strong love can be, and that's why a lot of people go away from what they're truly called for because they were. Um, people did not show them love, they show them judgmental, they show them angry. And it's just like, it doesn't solve nothing. It's not going to solve anything. I mean, yeah, you might get your point across, you know, and you might, you know, have some great valid points. But if it's out of anger, you know, I might think about it 20 minutes later. But then if I think you, if I think as you as a person, after you cussed me out, said these things, you know, I'm gonna go against it. I'm be like, well, this person was this and this and that. And, you know, it was a great point, but him as a person. He was just so angry and so mad. And that's now I think about the whole tribe like that because of what one person did.
1: What a good point. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, you had just said something that I really loved and wanted to touch on. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's completely losing me. I'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would really love to hear you talk more about. Um, You mentioned God's path, your purpose, um, and I'd love to hear more about what that means to you.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I love me some God now. <laughs> Those are two things I can talk about all day. It's God and mental health. <laughs> and they both come hand in hand. Like the Bible is such psychology. It's crazy. Um, my path with God has not been easy. And I don't think any Christians has been easy. I mean, when you step in that path of any religion, it's you're going to have some offenses. You're going to have some people that's going to go against you because I think it's a very controversial topic um because people want to know the truth and it's hard to know the truth that it's unseen you know you go to the doctor's office they're like well listen I can't do nothing about you you know I can't do you know I see something that you need wrong and I cannot do it and you're like oh well okay should I go to another doctor should I do this and I think it's the same way as religion as well it's like I can't it's somebody, you know God I cannot see what you can do you know how can I believe in you if I don't see you and I think that's the big thing is with faith and I was raised um in the church I was my, my mom and dad they believed that they wanted to train up a child they always talk about in the bible like train up a pal and they will never depart and I was whew, we went to church to the church to the churches and I seen deliverance I seen angels like I seen so many things prophetic things and um I when I went to California I like you know I went far <laughs> I was I'm in college I'm about to turn up because <laughs> I was such in a community where it was just like you know I, I love how my mom raised me because she she wanted a balance for church. She wasn't a very like church every every four times a week. She was like, okay, you'll get your Sundays and we maybe go to Wednesdays, depending on like your your practice, your soccer practice, your basketball practice. We'll we'll see what happens. And so she wanted that balance. That's why, and that's carried me out through like my whole adulthood life and so when I went to college I kind of I went away and my mom was just like she you know I trained her up and she the word is the word she'll be back and then God got me it I came back around but I struggled because when I was younger, I saw some things in the church that was not an understand Christian kind of values and Christian. It wasn't that a love. It was so many things I've seen as a little kid that should never had happened. That should never had it went that way. And so I, myself was like, I had so many questions and I was like, why am I doing this? I like, you know, everybody asks, like, you know, what's the purpose? You know, why? Why did God make bad things? Why did this happen? You know, so it's it's so much going on. And when I was in LA, I just kind of was just like, I'm a, I'm just gonna do my thing, and I'm I'm spiritual, and I'm just gonna do whatever and just call it a. Day. But I will still go to churches time by time on Sundays, like like once every once a month, maybe once every month, and I still have those values. But I wasn't really doing what the Bible should talk about doing or really like giving kindness or giving love. I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. And I think during quarantine, I really got back to what I truly needed to be spiritually. And one thing that I've realized is that people get it so confused where it's like the church and it's also like God. There's two different relationships. And people be like, okay, well, I'm not a Christian because so-and-so said this which is okay, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just man. you know, we're not perfect. And so, but the relationship with God is so different than the actual church people. And one thing that really was like mind blowing to me is that people in the church were so judgmental. And then I went to LA that a lot of people didn't go to church they didn't believe in God. And they were giving me so much love. And I was like, what is happening here? what type of thing is this and I was so confused but then I started to realize you know I'm so confused but I haven't had time to really understand God like you know I'm trying to figure him out and he's just like I'm right here you just got to learn learn who I am learn what I do and then I started to get to my words that's where the Bible started to be like oh there's a lot of answers in here that <laughs> I could have just been already got answered and get questioned. And then I started to go Bible study and realize that God has a lot of parables in the book and understanding his, what he wants for his, you know, for his kingdom. And it's that so much in the core for me. And I really started to go into this really Christian path or like spiritual path with God was when I got into a relationship um, a couple of months ago, actually. And I was still kind of working on that self-love worthiness, but I've still found validation in man. And I remember my therapist, anybody that's listened to this, therapy is (laughs) bang. Therapy is so important. (laughs) It just, oh, I love, I love therapy. And I love my therapist. And I remember she's a Christian therapist as well. And I remember I was struggling, you know, trying to make this relationship work. And she said, you need to stop looking for expectations in man you need to start looking at expectations in God. He's the only perfect one that's in this whole entire world that can really understand you. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that's deep. And I was looking for validation. Every my family, you know, my father, my grandfather, every, everybody that was me, I was looking for validation. And I never really looked at, you know, the father that created me for validation. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this now. I was like, okay, God, what's up? Like, I need some, I need some guidance. I don't know what to do. And I had this whole spiritual journey, spiritual dream that he was like, you know, with me and it's like, you know, you're made more than Ruby. You're so worthy. I, I created you to do, you know, do everything on this earth for your purpose. And for that, it just like brought tears in my eyes. It was just like, you know, how can one, how can this person select everybody to have patience and have loving and have doing these things and, Everything that's happening now, it's all in the word and understanding that he wants us to be like Jesus Christ when he He brought his son in, in here and was like, you know, hopefully they can see what I want them to do. And we still went crazy. <laughs> you talk about a story, the Bible is off the chain. <laughs> it's a good Hollywood story. And so he wants us to be that, that, that selfless, that just loves. And in the church, it's, it's not like that. It's so like, everybody wants to convict everybody, you know, I'm better than you. I know God. And that is, you're having conviction as well. You know, you're judging somebody else and how can somebody lead people to Christ when not given love? It just don't make no, it just don't, it don't add up. And so one of the things that I realized when it comes to my religion is just, it's about love. It's just about love, and it's selective now with churches. It's harder to find that, and I mean, I, my friends, my family, we're also struggling and trying to find the right church because it's just it's so like you go into church, oh, it's great, great preaching, and then you start to stay in it, and like, why are people gossiping? Why are people judging other people? Why are people, you know, saying I'm, you know, I wear a certain thing, and now they're making fun of me, or or I I committed a sin that was wrong, and then now they're saying I'm going to go to hell because of that. And it's just really, it's not like, now I don't want to stay. Now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go the other way. Or, or I'm not even gonna go back. I'm just gonna like, okay, I'm going to world. Like, why is that there? And I think I decided I need to separate them. I need to be like, you know what, at the end of the day, you know, these are men. And my relationship with God is so different. Like, I'm, just, you know, everybody's so unique to have that special relationship. You know, that is my father. I'm like, Talking every night what's up listen I went through this guy listen I need some guidance I'm struggling right now with some sins can you help me out yeah so just having that natural human relationship with him and just understanding his word and understanding that he can give you the kingdom he can give you the tools spiritually to fight your battles and it's hard to be like oh I don't see it it's the unseen what is the faith it's the same thing as when we go out to jobs, you know, we go out of resumes and we don't know if we're going to get that job. We don't know if we're going to be qualified, but we're doing it out of faith. A lot of things we do in the world is out of faith. You know, we do a road trip, you know, you take up airplane, you're hoping you're not going to die in that airplane, but you're taking a faith to make sure you get to your destination safely. And I think it's the same thing with God. We're having faith to see that there's something there's something way more about us he wants us to do his just that's why I always a lot of my teachings is very biblically because that's why I always feel like I'm very contributing to other people because you know that's what god wants is he wants something that's above us as a man because I'm not perfect you know I'm you know everybody was meant to go to hell you know then Jesus christ died on the sins and he was like I'm gonna help you out despite everybody going against him he was like I'm still gonna love you so much I'm gonna die for your sins to make sure you get Another chance for heaven. I mean, that is, I don't know, any man will do that. Like, I I just don't. And it's just like, wow, that is just it just breaks my heart that you know you have that much love. And so many people don't have that much love because they're convicted in their own self. They're hate, they're mad at somebody else in their past. And so I had to get to the point where I was like, all right, let me separate it and let me have this relationship. And since I had this relationship, I seen my life change dramatically just for like listening to people and understanding their story and having care and having that emotional bonds listen their story and understanding that you know despite whatever religion you are you know you just have to have that relationship with God understanding that that's the love it's not about the people it's about the love of your relationship and since then I've just been I'm on fire (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you. And and I'm so glad I remembered what I was going to say. You you mentioned it, um, that the relationship between yourself and God is so rooted in love. And your mindset is so rooted in love and how you treat other people is so rooted in love. Mm -hmm. Um, And you kind of mentioned that maybe it wasn't always that way. So I'm curious how you how you did embody this this great love that you carry in your body and
0: your soul? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I think it was understanding who I am, like understanding my worth, understanding that, you know, who I am and what I'm doing, that it's greater than me, of course, but that, you know, my purpose of contributing, I think that's the biggest thing when people find fulfillment is contributing to somebody else's. And understanding that I am not all of what my negative thoughts are, like, I am not ugly, I am not fat, I am not all these words that people, you know, a lot of people tell themselves, I am not that. And so, and the reason why I'm calling myself that is because I'm comparison, family beliefs, somebody's telling me something about it, and it's not true. And so I think constantly, constantly, I have to question my why. My why and my own thoughts. You know, why am I saying this? Why am I having this limited belief about, you know, why have people, you know, I had this limited belief, where it's like all men, you know, are, are cheaters or all men are this. It's because no, don't don't put that belief on every man because one person cheated or because one person did you wrong. That's no, let's question that. And I think I began to question my own thoughts because we sometimes believe, oh, you yeah, know, I'm doing good, I'm doing great. It's like, no, we have to question ourselves. Understanding what were we doing wrong? What do we enable other people? You know, what is going on with my own self? And I think the love I gave people was questioning my heart because I was definitely, I was very uh, quick to judge people and I was very quick to give my opinion. I would shove it down people's throats and be like, take it, goodbye. (laughs) And I was like, who am I to say that? Like, why should I do that? And then it didn't help nobody. I remember when I was young, like when I was in college, I used to love giving advice. But I would give advice to my friend for like a good six hours. Was like, you should do this. Come on out. This is what we do. Blah 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 blah. And I was just like going for it, and she didn't take it. <laughs> I was like, I spent six hours telling you this stuff, and you didn't take it. And come to find out, eventually, because of your seeds, you planted. People will eventually figure it out, and I think people learn two ways: you either learn the hard way or out of somebody else's mouth. And so you just got to plant seeds to people, and hopefully it'll grow somewhere. And so that's what I think I had to do. And then I had to check myself. I, you know, we always blame other people, but we don't blame ourselves. And that's the one reason why I'm writing this book is about we got to blame ourselves sometimes, and reasons why, you know, because it's easy to be like, okay, let's just always go to a relationship because it's such a a strong thing but we were like oh he did this and this is and not this relationship he cheated on me he didn't make no money he did this and it's like okay what are we doing wrong you know why did I enable that person to cheat on me you know why why did I let that go for so so many years you know why did I feel like this way why, why did I just now leave and he like okay give myself grace and be like okay I'm learning it now I'm understanding it now you know I wanted validation for a long time I didn't want to be alone so I stayed with this person you know and so it's kind of really wrapping up some emotions of what did I why did I do that and why I'm not going to do that again and that's because we don't question our why we go back into the same situation until we figure out why we went to that situation and what we needed it if we needed for significance, we needed to, you know, get our uncertainty or certainty met, we need to go back and forth. And so that was kind of one of the reasons I did to kind of spread love. It was just checking my heart.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I was trying to look up, oh, it was Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, where he talked about the difference. Yeah, That's so good. I, he talked about the difference of accountability and victim mindset, um, and I read that the summer of 2020, like kind of the beginning of quarantine, and I remember being really called out because <laughs> I was like, oh, no, that's me. <laughs> um, and it, I definitely have resistance because I was thinking, well, I didn't, like, I am a victim, though. Like, I didn't ask for these things to happen. But then there is the accountability piece that you do have to tie in of, like, no, I didn't ask for those bad things, but what did like? How did I take those bad things from my past and perpetuate them in the future? And how do I blame other people and not myself? And I—that's such a difficult balance to find. And it's um, so—you do feel called out and defensive when you first start doing that work.
0: (laughs) It's rough. Like it's not easy. It's rough. Like you won't get tear down before you get pulled back up. (laughs) but we need it it's so neat I always talk about like pain is an edible like your life is painful you're gonna you're gonna always get people that's gonna bring you pain but suffering is a choice you get to choose to suffer you get to choose to stay that pain and let it dictate Your now and your future. So, if somebody you know did you wrong and hurt you in your relationships, are you going to choose to close up and not open up to no more, or are you going to choose to just like, okay, I'm going to like heal from that 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 pain. I'm going to understand that that pain only made me stronger. Every situation we go through, it causes growth. I tell people all the time, growth happens when you. And challenge and have adversity. That's when you grow the most. And so, understand every situation, you're just going to grow. But you can choose to just stay in that mentality and just be like, okay, well, I'm gonna play the victim. I, I get hurt all the time. Sorry, I know these men. You know, I know these people are going to do this to this. Like, no, it's okay to got. It's you got hurt. And just accept that you got hurt, but now you have the power to choose to stay in that pain or to choose to get out and rise above and make impact and, and help people. Tell your testimony. Tell that you got hurt from this pain. Tell how it impacted you. Tell how you moved on because your testimony of other people is going to set people free and that they can share their pain. They can understand where they're coming from because... Everybody is dealing with something. Nobody is perfect. And that's the beauty of life is that we can share our pains. I think that drives us connections is with our pains and our stories. It's like, oh, you real? Oh, wow, you're not perfect? No, I go through some things. I go through challenges, but I want to share it to you because I overcome it. I don't let that suffering make me choose my now or make me not get into friendship, maybe not trust people, maybe not to be vulnerable. Because at the end of the day, it's going to help us. Any other always helps us if we see it the right perspective.
1: Oh, that's so true. That's so true. Um, And I am so blown away that you said that about pain and suffering, because that's what I was journaling about yesterday. So it feels very uh, like a little sign that you said that. And kind of what the conclusion I came to was that pain is an emotion or a feeling and then suffering is kind of the embodiment and the wallowing almost of that pain
0: and so thank you so much for saying that it feels like a little sign (laughs) you're welcome and it's oh what you said is so true I think suffering is it's a choice that we have to choose and it's hard like pain like you know, it's, I, I hate that people go through these pain, like, I hate it, it's, it's such, it's crazy, you know, I always talk about when I go biblical, you know, God did not make this this way, he just, you know, we start from Genesis, you know, from Adam and Eve, you know, he couldn't stay on this world, because there's so much sin, it hurt his heart so much, he had to go to heaven, he's like, I'm gonna find a way to get my people back here, I just gotta look at, it. and so uh, with our mistakes going far from him, um, he makes it as our story. He makes it as our testimony. He helps us to make, okay, I'm gonna show you this mistake can help you thrive. This can help other people. That's why he makes our testimonies for our struggles. And I think, um, you know, when we want to, I think sometimes there's this great pastor, named name is Kimberly Jones. She's so real, so raw, funniest person, I think. And she always said, you need to mourn and move. You need to mourn on that situation. Okay, it's sad, you know, you go into bed for a little bit and now it's time to move on. Now it's time to get up, pick your head up. Know that you're worthy. Know that that guy that left you, you know, he didn't deserve who you are. You know, a rejection is just a, um, it's just a healing. It's just a protection for your own will. And so, understanding that everything is happening for a reason. So get up, and you got this. You're worthy. Keep on pushing. Just keep on pushing because it's a roller coaster. Life is a roller coaster, but you're always gonna make it to the top if you keep on pushing.
1: Oh, I love it. And Kimberly Jones, I'll make a, a note in the show notes and, and link to one of her servants. She's good. She's so funny. She's raw. <laughs> I did a lot of
0: the stuff from it.
1: <laughs> oh, yay. I'm excited to listen. Um, mm-hmm. So we're almost at the top of the hour. So I'll ask you the, the questions I ask everyone. So the first one is, what would you tell your younger self knowing all that you do now?
0: Oh, I love that question. Um, I will tell my younger self that it's going to be okay. Like, you know, despite of what you're going through, despite of the things that you see in your family and people and social media, it's going to be okay. And also don't let other people's opinions affect your future. Because I, I when I was younger, I let, I thought everybody was right. And I, I just took it, I took it like took it like candy. And I think find your voice. I would love to tell you, find your voice because in the midst of everybody else's voices, it's going to be, you're you're going to trying to discover who's what, whose voice is what. And so find your voice and be okay. Love your voice. Understand that your voice is unique and it's powerful and you're made for your voice. And so don't be afraid to just spread love and to talk about your voice because it's unique and you're worthy of it.
1: Oh, thank you that's beautiful it always gives me chills when people answer that question because i think it's oh, so beautiful right i love that that's a great question <laughs> and then the next one is what do you hope to learn from your future self
0: Ooh, i love that um i hope to learn Listening. I love listening and and having knowledge. I I love to listen to people. That's actually what I've been doing more and more um, this last couple of years. It's just listening to people's story because it's so easy to just go for it. Tell your story, tell your opinion and be like, all right, bye. (laughs) But you've learned so much from other people's perspectives and other people's pains and other people's worth and other people's journeys. And so I hope to learn for myself is just, you know, all the knowledge that I gain from listening to people and to actually holding my tongue. You know, there's time to speak and there's time to listen. And I think it's so easy to speak, speak, speak without listening. And then you get interpreted so wrong and so i think listening and then gaining knowledge being okay with learning you know you can all you can learn till jesus come back you can keep on learning keep on learning and so i hope to just learn all the time never stop learning that's what i want to continue to doing i love that answer and then the last one in that little
1: cluster is how do you connect with your highest self ooh
0: i love that <laughs> oh that's a great question <laughs> all these great questions um i say i think it's be a spiritual journey not only with myself with god's creation understanding his plan understanding his path for humans from what we want to do on this earth and in a biblical time but understanding my inner self and finding out that the things that has hurt me, the things that I'm not willing to let go and the reasons why I'm not willing to let it go. And why am I getting offended about these things? And just really kind of just continuing the journaling, continue to questioning my why, continue to take time for myself and also doing nothing sometimes. You know, life is so crazy. Like I think my self love sometimes is just doing nothing. Like I, every time when I'm, when I'm like doing crazy things, I crave me going into bed and re-watching shows and like doing absolutely nothing, like, like turn on do not disturb, and just being like taking off my bra and like just doing nothing. <laughs> I crave that when it comes to self-love. And that's just something that I think it also is something spiritual as well, because it gets back to me to be like, okay, I can just let it go. I can cry, I can be sad, I can be angry, I can just let it go to myself. And like, all right. I'm good. Well, let's go again. Let's, let's ready to conquer the world. Oh, great. Great answer. Thank
1: you. And then the last question I ask everyone is what does empowered spirituality mean to you?
0: That's such a good one. I think empowered spirituality is understanding your worth, understanding who you are in this, in this life. And it's hard. Like you're, you're always going to change your desires. You know, what you desired 10 years ago is not probably what you desire now, or what you desired six months ago is probably not what you desire now. And so it's okay to change what you want. I remember my grandma used to always say, the best thing about your mind is you can change it. And I love that because we feel like we don't have a choice. And you always have a choice, you always can change your mind. And so I think empowerment spiritually is knowing that you are you're you're worthy. And you can change your desires if you, if you truly believe that this is what you want, want to do. and This is your calling.
1: Oh, I love that answer. Thank you so much. And so now tell us all about where we can find you, how people can work with you, all the good stuff.
0: Yeah, of course. So you can find me at Bria Blount. It's B-R-I-A-B-L-O-U-N-T dot com. And you can do a free self-discovery call with me and just kind of understanding where you what what do you want to do in your life and your purpose and understanding your your value. Also find me on Instagram. I am Bria Blount and where I do a lot of inspirational posts a lot of just having fun with my I love to do story I usually try to do stories a day I just be authentic real you'll find me with no makeup on probably just talking I'll find things that I see on a book and I'll just tell you about it but I just have fun I just I love raw intimate moments and so let's just have fun with me and just let's go on this self-love journey with me and you can also find me on Facebook I'm on. just to say bria blount you find me different facebook also have a company called asa which is acknowledge self-awareness you can also find that on the website as well if you go on facebook you can find me on there and so yeah so join me i'm so excited for my new fam and thank you so much samantha you've just been such a sweetheart
1: oh thank you thank you so much and i do recommend following her because i love i love all of your posts um you You just are such a light. You really are. And talking to you just now has really warmed my heart. I can feel your authenticity even through a screen. I can feel your love radiating. I just, I think you're a really special person and I really appreciate you coming on.
0: Oh, thank you, Samantha. I appreciate you inviting me. You're just, I love what you do. I love what you stand for. It's so needed. And because of what you're doing, you're spreading so much love and contributing to the Mm -hmm. world. It's going to help so many people to find their self to find their spirituality mm-hmm. and just to find that joy so I just commend you what you're doing and I just thank you for what you're doing thank you so much okay.
1: thank you all so much for listening to this great episode with Bria Blount make sure you go to her website follow her on Instagram and even book that free exploratory call that she mentions in the episode. If you liked this episode, please go to wherever you listen to your episodes and rate and subscribe, leave a comment or a review. This helps get the podcast to more people and it really helps support this small business of mine. So thank you so much. Um, Feel free to join the Empowered Spirituality community. Um, You'll receive weekly video lessons, journaling prompts, guided meditations, monthly group meetings, teachings via Zoom, and 20% off all of my coaching sessions. Um, You can go to empoweredspirituality.online for more ways to work with me to view my coaching offerings. Follow me on Instagram at empowered.spirituality. You'll also find a link in the show notes to join the weekly free meditation circle that happens every Sunday. Um, And that is a free offering. So I think it's very special and helps us find community, helps us meditate, helps us get in connection with our higher selves. So I think it's a great great place to start. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. It can be challenging to find a community of supportive people to share in our spiritual journeys with. We all need support and love, no matter where we are on our personal journeys. So, I am excited to announce that I have created the space for just that. In the Empowered Spirituality community, you will receive a weekly video lesson, weekly journaling prompts, access to an additional guided meditation every week, Monthly group meetings and teachings via Zoom and access to a loving and supportive online community. Additionally, all members will receive 20% off of all of their coaching sessions. You can follow the link in the show notes for this community offer or visit patreoncom empowered Spirituality.